Welcome. You're listening to Soli, a podcast driven by curiosity and spirituality with intuitive mediums Shayla and Peyton. Join us as we ask questions, create conversation, and share in an open and heart-centered way our personal experiences and mystical ponderings. If you're spiritually curious and want to be a part of the conversation, then this is the perfect space for you. This is Soli. Okay, so we want to start the show off today by talking about Mercury retrograde, which we are currently in. Craziest one ever. It really, it's been (laughs) wild, like, and not just for me, like, I've been seeing it everywhere. And I'm someone who gets a little bit skeptical sometimes with things like this. I'm like, is it? Are we just going through the flow of life? But no, this time I'm like, there are things happening. Like the stuff that I've been having in terms of technology, it's been ridiculous. I spent two hours the other day trying to send an email that had a audio file in it that was like a small audio file. Mm-hmm. And it kept saying that it was too large. And I'm like, it is definitely not too large. <laughs> like it's tiny. And it was just, it was nuts. And it ended up being, I think, a server problem with iCloud, but it was just weird. Wow. So that yeah, was like one I, thing, but. Yeah, I agree. Like, I am always like, okay, Mercury retrograde, whatever. People make such a big deal about it. Like, it's kind of like fashionable to blame <laughs> things on it, yeah. you know? But not this time. I mean, I have a note on my phone that has every password that I ever would need for my entire life that has vanished. It has completely vanished. Then my my systems at work are like my schedule for my appointments for the few weeks. And it's just on my system at work. It's fine on my phone. But the one at work, like it shows my schedule is just completely open. And there's like an appointment here or there, which I'm like, no, I know those those days are completely booked. Where are these appointments at? They bet, you know, like, yeah. Oh my God, it's been one thing after another. And it's just like, everything's going haywire. Nothing's working right. So I, and maybe I, you know, I'm not very versed on astrology, but I know there is also an eclipse going on and there's like other energies out in space that are affecting us right now as well. And with whatever sign we're in, but so maybe that has something to do with it, but I'm glad to hear I'm not the only one. No. And I was talking to some people too. And I explained to them because I, oh my gosh, even weird things like acuity scheduling was also being so weird. I was setting up some stuff for like a client I have Mm -hmm. and it was doing the most bizarre things that don't make any sense. I was like, I'm going to have to contact them. I don't want to do that. (laughs) It's the whole thing. And then other people are talking to, they're like, yeah, I'm so behind this week because like nothing is working at all in terms of technology. And yeah, that has been my experience this week. Like literally I was like a day and a half behind because I decided one thing after the other, just something that was supposed to take like 20 minutes or two minutes, you know, took like 20 times longer. So yep. yeah, it's interesting. It's really, I don't know. It's fascinating how things like that, you know, could potentially. Totally. And, you know, I was like, stuff. did I just not, did I just not pay attention before, you know, and now I'm aware of it. So I'm a little more, I don't know, but. Even like I send a lot of voice memos through Instagram. Like, yeah, they're not I, working. I, they're not working. Yeah. And like, I've never had that problem. So I, who knows? Maybe it's coincidence. You know, maybe there's an explanation, but I'm going to go ahead and blame, you know, Mercury in reverse. Yeah, exactly. Just blame it on that. <laughs> that makes me feel better. At least I have somewhere to blame it. It's <laughs> yeah. not me. Yeah. So like if you're sitting at home right now and you're like, oh my gosh, 
I've been going through it too. You're not alone. It's just exactly like a collective experience. (laughs) I just hope like drawing attention to it isn't going to like mess up our recording here now. Oh my God. (laughs) For our episode. That would, that would really be be the the cherry on top of the cake or whatever the saying is. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we don't have any issues. Yes. Just come back as like static. Exactly. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, that just reminds me because I know we're going to talk about a few different things, but did you end up watching that documentary? I have not watched it yet. I have to sign up for the, it was Tubi, the subscription, and I, I haven't had time to do that yet. So I, it is on my list of, of things to watch because okay. I think that would be so fun to discuss. we need to, to kind of talk about that later because yes. I had to, um, I don't know, I watched it with my sister, one of my younger okay. sisters, and I tried to come not being judgmental, but I don't know. I'll save it for later. It was just, there are a lot of things. It's called Dead Hot, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. You can watch it on Tubi. I think with Tubi, actually, you literally just have to go on the website and you can just watch it. Like, they don't make you sign up for anything, which is nice unless in the U.S. they do. But in Canada, they don't. You just, like, go on. Yeah, I had to. Well, when I went on there, it just showed, like, I could watch a trailer, but I couldn't actually watch the episode. So I figured I had to sign up for. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is a Canadian thing. So I was going to sign up for an account and see if that helped. But who is it? It's Vanessa Hudgens. Is that? Yeah. And then Gigi something. I've never really heard of her until I saw. She reminds me of Courtney Love a little bit, like a young Courtney Love who like if Courtney Love was clean and sober in her younger days. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. From just the preview and maybe you can explain to uh, our audience kind of what the gist of it was, but just from the preview that I saw, I was like, okay, this is this is kind of playing on some themes to really sell a show. <laughs> yeah. And like the interesting thing is, I think that they did take it really seriously, which makes me wonder if things just didn't really translate in the editing because my sister was listening to a podcast and she's like, I was listening to it. You would have thought it was this like really well done documentary kind of thing because so basically just following their journey of witchcraft and kind of you know, learning about it, but it just kind of came off as a really long, like Instagram real highlight kind of. Okay. There wasn't a lot of richness to it. I wish there had been more explanation as to what they were doing to educate people because their whole thing is like, we we just want to be out here and show who we really are and like misconceptions kind of around it. But it kind of just to me like reinstated some stereotypes or things that people might feel towards witchcraft or like paranormal and there was some language that they use like oh we're just here to play and like I kind of understand like you can kind of have a playfulness around spirit but it was more so like oh we want to see what comes up and like conjure certain mm, things I don't know there, yeah. I, that's like we can talk about it more when you watch it because it would be kind of interesting sure. to kind of like go through a little bit but I don't well, know it's, it's interesting I picked up there was like a witchy vibe to it but I didn't realize mm-hmm. that was the theme but it was funny because when you first sent me the video to look at the trailer I thought it was like the remake of the movie The Craft or something it had I mean it was very Mm -hmm. that very stereotypical you know like what you would think of you know witchy kind of vibe you know with everything you know wearing all black with the you know um the choker necklace, the whole thing, you know, like, yeah, the they're jewelry, like, like they, very, they yeah, like <laughs> the whole, the whole deal, you know? And then I did, I, they did touch on that, that they were kind of trying to conjure things, which, you know, it, to each their own, if that's, if that's how you explore and that's how you connect, you know, more power to you. I would not be honest with myself if I wouldn't say, you know, that does kind of pluck a string of annoyance a little bit for me. I don't know if annoyance is the right word, but you know, I just kind of take a 
I just have a little bit more reverence for the world of spirit and Mm -hmm. what it is that we do and why it is we do it that kind of perpetuating that idea of this darkness and that idea of like, you know, just kind of, excuse my language, but just kind of fucking with the world of spirit a little bit, you know, I just that that annoys me a little bit, Mm -hmm. but you know, it's, it's TV. They gotta, you know, they gotta make money. So yeah, each their own. And like the weird part is, I don't know if that was their intention, but yet it kind of was one of those things where like someone says something, but then their actions are a little bit different than what they're actually saying. Right. So yeah, I don't know. We'll have, you have to watch it and we'll have, yeah, I'll watch it and we'll, yeah, we'll revisit it. Yeah. I thought it was kind of like a fun, like reference point because it kind of brought up like certain stereotypes or things and conversations that are, I think, worth talking about kind of thing. Like it's a good reference point to that. But if you were new to this world, I don't feel like it would be that helpful. Um, And if you were somebody who was already on the fence about it and concerned about it, if you watched it, I think it would just like validate your concerns and fears because it wasn't represented as well as I thought it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll watch it and we'll to be continued. But in the meantime, folks, give it a watch it as well yeah watch you can, it it's then free you can, to watch so. <laughs> then you can be uh you can be on the the same page we are when we when we go over it again yeah and you can kind of go along with us so and if oh. you have any comments like reach out to us i'm yeah, curious what sure. other people think about it like i guess and my sister watched it with me and we both it was funny though because we would both kind of like look at each other at the same time and have the same like facial expressions and reactions and we just kind of laugh because we we're both feeling the same kind of thing while we were watching right it, so well, and like everything on TV is they need to have ratings and it, it is a business. So they need their show to, even on the opposite spectrum where you have a well-respected medium showing their gift, you know, it's edited to make it look yeah, the best sure. way possible, right. you know, so it's, it's, it's going to make it look more sometimes glamorous than maybe it always is. So, you know, that's, I think that's a disclaimer for any show that you're watching. Just yeah, realize sure. it's not, it's not really real, reality, but. Yeah, but on the flip side, like, had, did you watch the Tyler Henry one on Netflix? I think it came out last yes, year. Yes, I actually liked I, that one. I thought it was it, pretty good. I did too. And I would recommend, even if you're someone that's not even really familiar with mediumship, he, you know, he really does represent it, I think, appropriately. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just seems like a really genuinely nice guy, nice person. Like his intention seems pretty pure. So yeah, I think they did a really good job with his show. And I love that they kind of take you through his personal journey too, because it mm-hmm. it shows you the, you know, the human side of the person that is doing the work and yeah. how even through his personal journeys or his struggles or troubles that he's having in his own world, how that gift doesn't really necessarily help give you an advantage as maybe someone might think it would um you know so yeah i think that definitely is one that everyone should check out as well yeah and i liked how he was reading for everyday people most of the time too like he's he is known for more of the celebrity readings and right i just i don't even know for me like i noticed that his mediumship has developed even stronger like I felt like he was getting a lot more evidence than in the past or like just a kind of a different form of evidence which was kind of neat to see like his progression a bit and I don't know if that also has to do with celebrity readings versus you know everyday person kind of thing and I I think with the celebrity ones I don't want to say like I get skeptical but I think it would be very hard you'd have to be a really like closed off person to not know about certain people's stuff and of course they don't share everything too right because a lot of the stuff that he would bring up it's like no one knows it kind of thing but exactly I think as a viewer, it's like kind of neat to see this 
one that he had because then you can kind of come into being like, no, for sure, you know, he didn't hear anything previously or it didn't right. affect him in that way. So, yeah, I, I like yeah, that. I know. And then I'm like, oh, my God, could I ever read for a celebrity? I mean, you know, because you have to just when you're have, when you're doing a reading, you have to kind of get out of your own way and like yeah. just go with the flow. And like if there's any nerves on top of it because you're trying to like make sure to deliver for someone, especially mm -hmm. if they're a higher profile, that would be a little nerve wracking. I gave a haircut once to a celebrity country music singer here in the States and he was very down to earth. So like I, you know, I, it was fine and I don't follow country. I don't, you know, it's not my first genre of music I would listen to. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I knew who he was, but I wasn't that, I don't know if starstruck. I wasn't, you know, I just wanted to cut his hair. So that was good. I know. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if it was someone that I like really was like starry eyed over. I don't know if I would even yeah. be able to do it. Yeah, I know. Hard to say, right? Until you're yeah. in that situation. Okay. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about is I kind of had like an interesting experience, just like a life experience within the last few days with family. And it kind of made me start thinking about like our soul contracts and like soul families and things like that. And then I also read a book called The Midnight Library. That's his name. Matt Haig or Hage. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it. And so in reading that book or actually listening to that book, it really brought up a lot of different like concepts that I was already kind of thinking about. And then with my family stuff kind of coming up, I was like, oh, this is interesting. So the book is about this woman who is really unhappy with her life and she tries to died by suicide and so what happens is she ends up popping out her body and being in this like middle state and it's a library and there's a bunch of books and there's a librarian who is her I think it's her old school teacher or librarian um, from high school that she was close to and then in each book it's like a different path that she could have taken in her life and so mm -hmm. every time you open the book you get transported into that life she'll wake up and not know where she is like she'll have to figure out her life kind of thing like she doesn't get any information beforehand and then if she gets a sense of disappointment or grief or things like that and she's unhappy then she pops back into the library and it basically it's her trying to find an alternative life to the one that she just left or is kind of in the midst of leaving and to find a different path and to see what could have happened and then it just really made me think of how we all have these different paths that we really could have taken and I was like well, what would have happened mm -hmm. if I did this or if this person did this and like it just kind of wild to think. And then just the concept of it being like these multiple dimensional lives that we're living at the same time, connecting and disconnecting. It was just like a very like it just kind of made my mind go ooh kind of thing. And like the book is like, OK, written. I found it a bit slow, but just the concept. I like a book that just like makes me think, you know, For even sure. after I've read it. And that was definitely one that, yeah, I did that. Especially I think what kind of popped in my brain. I have not read the book, um, but is, you know, when we are going through difficult periods or changing periods, challenging periods, moments of change, sometimes it can, maybe we think it helps or sometimes it's an escape, but sometimes it's okay. You want to fantasize about the what ifs. Oh, mm -hmm. I, you know, if I would have done this differently, you know, X, Y, Z. And I don't know how the book played it out with all these different lives that she experienced. But, you know, I've you never know. It might seem like if you would have turned left instead of right, that would have been a better road. But you have no idea what bumps would have been on the left side of the road. You know, like just 
you you never know what could happen. And there's could always be other uncomfortable things that happen in a different direction. You just, you know, I sometimes you have to try and find the little bits of what it is that you're learning or what it is you're experiencing there, you know, just kind of having hope that there's some kind of reason for it. I don't know. Yeah. That's kind of where my brain went. Totally. And like, hey, I guess kind of a spoiler alert for people. <laughs> it is kind of like that. We're like, she does end up experiencing all these different lives, but they're not necessarily fulfilling or what she thought they would be. And they sometimes take really big turns where like suddenly somebody she loves is alive, but then another person is dead or they're really like, yeah. or she's unhappy or the relationship isn't good or all these different things kind of happen. And it kind of is a reminder too of how just to be present in your life and be like, okay, there's probably a reason why I'm here most of the time, I would say. And also to stretch yourself and be like, okay, well, what do I want to do? If I do have like regrets or I kind of I'm thinking, oh, what should have I done in the past that I didn't have the courage to do or I was too afraid to do? Like what now am I holding myself back from that I could actually go and experience and not have, I don't know, like regrets, I guess, like not fully regrets, but you know, like where you kind of really question yourself and and you're not quite living your life because you're kind of sitting on the sidelines, if that makes right. sense. So Right, right. Yeah. And I, I also want to like say, you know, I don't want anyone to hear that I think that all bad things happen on purpose and we should be grateful mm -hmm. for all the bad things yeah. that happen. I mean, sure. you know, but it is just the experience happened. So since we can't change the past, what growth can we get from it? And where can we try to find some kind of blocks of positivity right? Um, from each of those? But yeah, and how an things interconnect, part. like you just don't yeah. know sometimes why things happen the way they do until way later down the road. Sometimes you may not fully know, but for sure, so many things are interconnected and lead one person to the other. And right. sometimes I think it's kind of one of those make your own adventure books in a sense where you can oftentimes end up in the same spot you were supposed to be like. Maybe you didn't, you won't meet your spouse or whatever, like in the same way originally, but there's right. different paths to get there, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I don't remember who said it. This was not my original thought or idea or, but it was someone, it might've been Kyle Gray with something like we come here to, there's like these goals that we are going to hit throughout our lifetime. You know, there's these lessons of these important moments that we are going to experience but there's many roads to get there. So it's like you said, it's that we get to kind of pick the adventure. Yes, there's these points that we're going to hit regardless. But yeah, we get to decide that's our free will as to how we're going to get there. But we'll still get to where we need to go one way or another. Yeah. At least that's, I mean, we won't know the answer to that <laughs> we until, don't we until, we know when, <laughs> until we all go back home. But yeah, that sits good with me. I like the way that feels when I think of mm -hmm. it because it helps make at least some of the hard things feel a little less heavy. Yeah. Well, in that book, one of the things I've thought of this before, and it weirds me out a little bit, is in the book, she has different children, right? Because she ends up with different ah. people. And it's like, okay, like if that is the case, like yeah. how many alternative families or kids do we have? And then it kind of just, because I have my kids and I love them so much. I'm like, Oh my gosh, there might be some other kids out there. What if I didn't have them? And it just kind of, that part of it made me think too a little bit. Right. Yeah. That, that takes me down a few different paths. I know, right? <laughs> like that can get kind of trippy, but I think that's good to kind of explore that because then, you know, maybe it helps, it can help someone then try to find appreciation for the current moment that you're in and, you know, what it is that we, you know, we do have right now and what we have learned and, you know, just try to be grateful for the fact that we are still here on the paint your own adventure game. Yeah. And, and that reminds me, I have to tell this story because it's crazy. I'll change the names. It's like more of a distant family member. 
But my grandfather, who's he's like 96 now, he has a niece who is pretty close in age. I think they're only like 12 years apart or something like that. So it's kind of cute because they're like old together now. <laughs> yeah, I have I have a niece that's only seven years younger than me. Yeah. So it's yeah. That's fun. And that's even like my sister. So like my oldest son and my sister are six years apart. So yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. neat. <laughs> it's a neat dynamic. So yeah, his niece called and she was like, this crazy thing happened to my sister's daughter. So basically this woman, her husband was walking their dog in the same spot that they always walk their dog. He was alone. It was dark. And he ended up falling into this giant construction hole. That was oh, not God. properly marked. And his dog is okay from over the tent. He climbed out. He was kind of shooken up, but was still mobile and walking and stuff like that. He ended up taking a shower and then he ended up passing out. Probably oh. because suddenly like the adrenaline's coming through, right? Like wearing off or whatever. And so he went to the hospital, found out that he had a broken back and another thing in his hip. But at the same time, the exact same time that they went into the hospital, his wife ended up having a major stroke. And if she had not been at the hospital at the moment, there's like no way she would have survived. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so he's like, thank God I broke my back and I fell into that hole. Isn't that insane? Like to me, that's like kind of what I'm talking about is not oh, everything right. made wow. it feel like that. And, but like sometimes things happen and you're like, you don't exactly know why. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is a tragedy. And it can be, but like sometimes there are these other things that kind of can come out from it as well. So yeah, I was just like, what? That's well, that, gave, that gave me the chills. <laughs> I know. And they were able to just like immediately rush her into surgery right away because like it happened so fast and it was a big one. It wasn't like a little thing. And so they're like, yeah, if you hadn't broken your back, she would not be alive. Wow. Yeah. Had to share that. I was like, yeah, no, thank <laughs> you for sharing. That's wow. That's crazy that I like I can't think of anywhere off the top of my head, but I love I've had people share a lot of stories with me like that, like clients over the years of just, you know, you can't make that stuff up. It's just that divine timing kind of stuff that, you know, you're just in the right place at the right time. And then it, then the things make sense. Yeah. So that was wild. Wow. I know. <laughs> what was your um? so what was your other story with like your family you were going to share or there was something you were going to yeah. share about? Yeah. So I've been thinking about all this stuff, right, probably for like two weeks, just because it keeps popping into my head after I read that book. And then a few days ago, I don't even, I'm never on Facebook, but I decided to check my messages for some reason. And I saw that my brother had messaged me and I haven't seen him probably in 15 years. Like, wow. I don't know if like estrangement is quite the right word. I mean, I think to some extent, but there are a lot of reasons why. We kind of disconnected and I haven't seen my dad in pretty much the same amount of time as well. And so my brother is my half brother from my dad. And so he said he was coming into the city. He hasn't been here in five years. And so I ended up meeting with him okay. and it was so weird. <laughs> wow. Because like we're both so much older now, right? Like we just look yeah. different and it's just weird because we know each other as teens, kids, basically that type of thing. And just the experience was interesting because it just made me think a lot about life paths and where he's come from and where mm. I've gone and like what would have happened if we had stayed connected or certain things had happened a little bit differently. And so my brother, he had a pretty difficult life, um, to put it lightly. So and I, I feel comfortable sharing this because like honestly, it's something that's so distant in terms of I'm not really connected to that side of my family. And I think it's something that a lot of people have experienced and it can be really awkward especially in a society where everyone's like, oh, you should stay connected to your father or your mother, biological. 
you know, people in your life. And sometimes it's not the healthiest thing to do. And you have to step back. And that can be really hard for people to understand, especially if they have healthy relationships. But my brother, he grew up in foster care because his mom was an addict and on drugs. And he had another half brother. And there are just so many family dynamics. And he ended up coming to live with us when he was about 13. But it was interesting because we both have completely different memories of everything. It's almost like we're living in two different universes. So similar stories, but not quite the same. So in one of his stories, when he first came, it was because my grandpa on my dad's side was like, no, you're not going. You have to choose if you want to stay here or go back into that life. And then in my story, my brother might hear this. I don't know if he ever finds it, I guess. And I tried kind of explaining to to him, but then I was like, well, I can't really, you know, sometimes when people have a certain thing in their head, it's like, you can't change it kind of thing. Exactly. But in my story, he came to visit. And so he has another brother and his other brother was with the dad of his family. So they weren't together at the same time, but they were supposed to go back to where they live, which is a province down. And my brother was crying because he didn't want to go. And there was a whole thing with his mom and her being on drugs and stuff like that. And so my mom for years had been saying, like, why are we not? Why don't we have him living with us? And my dad and his side of the family were like, no, you don't have a right to butt into the situation. You Mm -hmm. need to let everything like that's not your choice to make. Everything's fine, whatever. Meanwhile, my brother is living in foster care instead of with his biological family. Like, how is that? How is that okay? Like, it just baffles my mind that you know, that side of the family didn't reach out to him like they should have. So in my story, my mom was the one who said that. And I was there the whole time. And I have a very good memory. So I feel like this is the truth. <laughs> but my mom is on the phone and she's saying, we're not sending him. And then she said, we're going to go call the other dad of the other brother and say, like, this is what we're doing. We really think that you should do this too. It's not safe for them to go back. And then I remember my grandpa coming on the phone and just losing it with my mom. Like I could hear him like swearing at her and saying, you can't do this. This is blah, blah, blah. Like that whole thing I said. So in his mind, you know, my grandpa was a hero and that's how he continued to be seen. Right. And then my mom was this villain. But it was just interesting because like, you know, just family dynamics. And then I kind of had this realization that I feel that my grandpa really played with people's lives in a way mm. that he didn't have a right to. And it really made me think of, well, what would have happened if he was allowed to come? Like they hadn't done that and he had come sooner. Like it would have really helped him, I think, in his life. And he would have maybe not gone down certain roads. And there was another time when he was 16 which I think he was getting mixed up with because he thought that he first came here when he was 16, but he was actually around like the age of 13. Mm-hmm. So there was a little bit of a gap with stuff. But there was a time where my dad, we had already left my dad and my brother was still living there because my mom couldn't have custody of him as the stepmom or whatever. And then my dad was being abusive to my brother and he ran away and then he ended up coming to our place and we're like, okay, you can stay here. Like, we want you to be here. And then he went to school and then a family member ended up pulling him out of school and they ended up talking oh, wow. him back to go home to my dad because you know my family on that side it's like their golden child nothing he can't do wrong like never wanting him to take any accountability and always using Mm -hmm. other people to blame but it was just like you can get in these really crazy family dynamics where like it's so much better to not be in them I haven't had a day where I regret not being a part of my dad's life because there's just so much toxicity in it it wasn't the right thing to to be in but then it's like interesting because I think about my dad too I'm like But I needed my dad to be my dad so I could be born. You know, like sometimes we have these people, Mm -hmm. like our moms or dads or whatever, they needed to be there just so we could, you know, have a life and make our way into the world. (laughs) For sure. And I think that's where the, so you mentioned soul contracts earlier. And for those people that maybe aren't familiar with that term, 
It's basically the idea that <clears throat> when we come into this incarnation, we tend to travel back with the same group of souls and that we all come in to experience things that we can only experience through a life. And we make agreements with our group as to, okay, you're going to be the mom this time. You're going to be the dad this time. This time you'll be the sister. This time you'll be the lover. This time you'll be the victim. This time, you know, we kind of all make these mm -hmm. uh, agreements and then we come in and we play them out and then we go back home and we discuss it and then we come back in and do it again. So, but it's interesting because for me also that has the word spiritual bypassing has been coming up a lot in my in my realm so i keep trying to be careful that like i'm not using spiritual ideals to just bypass trauma or bypass pain mm -hmm. or bypass hurt but i do think there can be a key of healing through seeing things in that way of the the contracts because then you can try to get above the blame and you can try to get above the pain a little bit to where maybe then you can get to a space of just forgiveness like you know call it a soul contract or just say it you know things are just the way they are things just happen the way they did we can't change them we just need to move forward you know i think there are keys of healing there and i think there is something about that that does resonate well with me yeah and for me the soul contract concept has really helped to have healing because there are certain people in life where I'm like, whoa, that was a lot. That really was like a tornado in my life or brought a lot of lessons that were really hard, but I can kind of look at it from a little bit of a different perspective and then kind of come back to myself and have a little bit more of a sense of self and awareness around it. And it helps me also to not give my power to other people too, where I'm like really feeling like, yes, you can be victimized by people for sure. But then there's a certain point where, for me anyways, I've had to disconnect from that and then take my power back and heal mm -hmm. and move on. and Or not even move on, but find different ways to move through life, if that makes sense. And it, it has helped certain relationships for sure where I'm like, okay, that was a soul contract and I can kind of feel that into that more. Yes. How did your, so I'm curious, what was your brother's viewpoint on life now? Like, was he at a place, Not maybe he didn't have this language or maybe he wasn't in the spiritual mindset, but did he have some peace kind of with everything? Because you said he experienced it in a completely different way, which would have a completely different effect on one's psyche. So I'm kind of curious, like, what was his, what was his yeah. like? It was really interesting because at one point in our lives, like one reason why I had a hard time seeing him and interacting with him was because he would defend my dad for his actions or right. things mm -hmm. like that. And I was just like, that's not even what happened. I didn't want to be a part of that noise. So and he talked about things that he's never really talked about before, which was interesting. Things mm -hmm. that I had heard from other people about his upbringing, like when he was younger, but then he really like expressed how that made him feel or affected him. So even his relationship with my dad, it was different. It came from a different perspective this time. Right. Um, and acknowledging that there were things that should have not happened or were not, you know, the best. And it, it's kind of sad. And he seems to be like in a way better place, which really makes me happy for him because but I, it would be it was a lot. It would be impossible for it to not affect you, you know, in so many ways to experience what he did. Yeah. You know, or what, no, what he went sure. through. So. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad you guys were at least able to, you know, whether it's reconnecting or not, you know, at least kind of a touch base with each other just to be like, you know, and for all of you out there, too, that I mean, we all have family dynamics, you know, 
sometimes just touching base for a second and just being like, you know what? We are family. You know, we might not agree on everything. We might not get along very well, but if there was a soul contract, we chose to come, we chose to come back here and be connected in this way. So at least for that reason, then that can be a little space of some kind of, I don't even know if forgiveness is the word. It's almost like compassion, you know, just having a little more compassion for the experience or compassion towards each other, even when things have been difficult or strained. Yeah. And I think the thing that was interesting was if you're in the place where it's safe to reconnect with these people again or whatever, right? Like it really depends on the situation because sometimes it is better to never have contact again. Yes. But then there may be times where like, you know, you can reassess the situation down the road. And that's kind of what I feel like happened more so like there was enough time in between for me to like get stronger with who I am, feel more grounded. I know that I could handle the situation, whichever way it kind of ended up going when we met and things like that. Right. So that was good. And yeah, and that's the thing, too, because sometimes time does help things along. And I, I definitely yes. feel like for my situation, that's what happened. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the future, with my relationship with him and stuff. But it was definitely one of those things where I had been thinking about that side of the family for a couple months and kind of thinking, well, should I reach out to my dad or not? Should I reach out to my Like my brother's not even in the same province I am, but it was interesting how it ended up just falling into place. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you for sharing. Because I think, I think a lot of people can connect with that. I think Especially, you know, with the past couple of years that we've had, you know, I know a lot of family dynamics and things have been strained for a lot of different reasons. And if there were already these layers of problems (laughs) or these layers of issues that might have, you know, even brought them out more. So thank you for sharing that because I think probably a lot of people can really, really relate to that. Yeah, you're welcome. And it was funny, too, because you kind of talked about maybe not like forgiveness, but like acceptance or whatever. But yeah, I know a few years ago, it was so random. It must have been a full moon. I don't know what it was. I wasn't paying attention to astrology back then. (laughs) I was driving down this road and I saw the moon. It was so big. And suddenly I just got this download. I wasn't even thinking about my dad, but it just came of like he, he did the best he could given like his circumstances and situation and no it wasn't fair or the right thing to do but it is what it is and I think the beautiful part about doing the self-work and becoming a little more spiritual and it has given me more almost like a surround sound of understanding and seeing things from a different perspective mm-hmm. so instead of being like I'm just so angry and like there is some anger but it was also kind of like compassion like you said where it was like okay I kind of went back to seeing like my dad as a child and like how he was raised and the people who raised him, how they spoke to him and what they, you know, how they talked to him and like the emotional aspects of things. Cause my dad was really sensitive. Like he was like an empath for sure. Yeah. But then, you know, if you don't, if you have some really aggressive people in your life that don't nurture that, it can kind of backfire, I think. But yeah, just the acceptance of it, like seeing it from a different perspective has been really powerful. And it's nice because it's not like festering in me. It's not something that's constantly running in my head. I can kind of right. like let it be and see it from a little bit further distance, if that makes sense. So, right. I think yeah. it's important to remember that, you know, and it, this does not make, this is not an excuse for people that choose to be bad people or uh, behave badly. I personally don't believe people are born bad. It is the environment in which they grow up. It is the traumas in which they have experienced that lend to that lifestyle. That is my personal opinion. and. That's just mine alone. But, you know, I have personally found a lot of help 
And when I when I've had those types of disappointments or failed expectations, or I've had some family members I've really had a hard time with, you know, it has helped to be able to try and peel back all the layers of like what Mm -hmm. made them this way. They didn't they wouldn't have chose necessarily probably the experiences that they had that made them that the way they are. You know, and again, then that's that takes me back to that word. That word compassion keeps popping in my head. So it's like that's kind of what that is. It's just having it doesn't mean you have to be right back in that person's energy or right back letting that person affect you. It's just having that compassion in your heart to be like, it's unfortunate that they turned out this way. And it's unfortunate that that was a situation that they lived in and just try to send them love. I know that sounds so cliche, <laughs> but I mean, that's I mean, or what's the opposite? You sit there and you carry that with you forever and then you let their negative energy, their negative actions then affect you forever. And that's, let them have it, you know, let them hold on to that. You don't, you don't have to carry that yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel that too. So thank you everybody for listening to my story. For sure. Thank you for sharing. I hope it connects to some people, you know, I just feel like sharing our stories can really kind of create conversation and open doors and things like that. So no, for sure. Thank you. I guarantee. I mean, I got something out of it. So (laughs) <laughs> if it's even just me, thank you for sharing. So I did pull some cards um, before we got started today, and they do fit pretty well. The first one that I pulled was, which is funny because I was called to pull from this deck again today. And every time I've pulled from this deck on our show, the same card keeps coming up. So <laughs> it's interesting. But the card is Lady Portia, which she is considered a goddess of justice. The card is called Divine Order. And really what that is feeling for me, which goes with what you shared today, it feels like there's a lot of things shifting right now for people. And a lot of people are going through some uncomfortable moments. And to me, what I keep seeing are like the um, balancing scales of justice with this card and with what I'm kind of feeling into. And what that's telling me is that when these hard things are coming up or these uncomfortable situations are happening, it is because there is something being worked out so that there is more balance in your life. And that maybe some of these things that are uncomfortable aren't really working out anymore for you. And to get through them It just, you know, changes and always smooth sailing. So I just feel like there needs to be a reminder out there for people that, you know, just brace yourself, keep, keep working at it, stay, which the next card that came up was devotion, stay devoted to what it is you're working towards and it will balance itself out. Just sometimes that, that water can be a little bit choppy. And then, like I said, the next card that came up was devotion unites me with the uh, infinite. And that's just like tune in with what it is that's important, what it is that your cause is, what it is your reason is, what it is that your North Star is. Keep going that direction because that's what's going to help get you through these choppy waters. That's what's that's that light at the end of the tunnel. I will say that as I felt into this, these cards in the beginning, I do feel like there's someone out there that maybe this is in kind of a literal like legal aspect. So if that's you listening, this is just a reminder to just keep on the path. You're going to get through it. It is all going to work out. 
And you'll, you know, when you look back one day, you'll feel a lot better about the situation and the way that things panned out. That did come to me. So I did just feel that I needed to share that because that felt like that might be for someone specific listening out there. I feel, you know, it just feels like there's a lot of change in the air. Um, We talked about this on a couple episodes, it being spring and spring brings change and brings in the new. And I think we definitely hit the nail on the head on our last episode because that's kind of what's been unfolding. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) yeah. It's so funny when you were talking about the water, I got this image of a motorboat on a lake with a bunch of people in it with life jackets, like holding on and like choppy water, just like holding on and getting like shooken up. Yes. I mean, like you have to like the life jacket felt like a a metaphor, almost like your safety net or feeling safe and finding people that can support you in this change right now. Yes. Yeah. And to know that there's many of us going through it right now. So you're not alone. You know, there's a lot of us on that boat. We're going to we're going to get to that shore. It's just, you know, there's just a little storm we got to get through. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Keep holding on. (laughs) Just keep holding on. Just keep, keep holding on. Yeah. So I picked some cards, too. The first one is know your worth. And I think that one that one's like constantly kind of coming up just that whole understanding of knowing your worth and it can be hard to stand up for yourself I think a lot of the times so just taking a moment sometimes when you're in situations where you have to remember your your worth whether you're in a boardroom or just at home like in relationships like it could be anything but it's just a reminder remembering who you are and coming back to who you are and uplifting yourself and that positive self-talk even and then work through your feelings I feel like for so many people there's just so much emotion right now it's crazy with so many different life changes and it's bringing up stuff right stuff that could even be like decades old like that's what it feels like and it's so interesting because so many people right now obviously including me but even for my mom for my husband like all these people that we've had in our lives but we haven't seen in like a decade or more are popping back in which is really crazy Mm. i'm like my mom's friend that she has she hasn't seen her in probably like 27 years or something and she's coming to visit this weekend but there's different people coming back into our lives and it feels like taking inventory a little bit about who you want to have back in your life or people you want to be around it's really interesting so If you're finding Mm. that you're getting people reaching out to you that you haven't spoken to in a long time, it just feels like right now is like there's something in the energy that's inviting back some things. And that doesn't mean you have to bring them back in your life. But just feeling into it is okay. And there's a reason, I think, because these people that come into our lives, they have background stories within us too, right? They're Mm -hmm. with us in certain parts of our lives and kind of even just like reassessing that and being like, okay, what was happening in that last time I saw them? Or like those moments that we were hanging out together, we're really close and is there anything that needs healing or looking at? So that's what I'm getting. So much. For, <laughs> for me, when you spoke about the, the self-worth, for me personally, and I feel called to share because I feel I'm not alone. A lot of these disruptions or a lot of this, and it's not always something major, folks. It can be just feeling uncomfortable. But a lot of this for me is really, it's moving away some dirt so I can kind of get to the root of some things. And I know for me personally, it's been on this journey of like, where do I need to work on my self-worth issues? And so a lot of this uncomfortable, a lot of this choppy water is getting me to that, that, that new island of trying to finally work through some of that stuff. And I think I love when you just said, 
you know, when some of these people or these circumstances or these situations come back into your energy or come back into your awareness, it then gives you an opportunity to go back and heal those, mm -hmm. heal whatever it is that maybe you are still caring from then that that isn't really doing you any good anymore. So I love that you touched on that because I really feel into that. Yeah. And then the last card I have is take a breather. And it's all about like cancer energy and like taking care of yourself. And I think a lot of people too, I've noticed, have been really tired last week <laughs> with this whole like Mercury retrograde thing happening. And so just a reminder to like take a nap if you need to. Do something for yourself that is comforting and gives you rest as well. Yesterday, actually the day before, I took a three and a half hour nap. I was so tired. It was insane. <laughs> so yeah, if you're feeling it. like I you need that, nap. give that to yourself. <laughs> Beautiful. Perfect. Well, thank you everyone for joining us again today. This was awesome. I would love to hear from you. So if you have a family story that you would like to share or something that's kind of going on with you personally that you think would help enlighten us or help other listeners out there, we would love for you to share that with us so we could share it on our show. Yeah. And you can find all the links for Soli, our Instagram, and our email just in the show links below. Awesome. Hey, Soli listeners. Thank you so much for being here with us today. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to help support us, there are a few ways that you can do that. The first way is to give us a positive review on Apple or Spotify, and this helps us to be pushed up the algorithm, which allows more people to find our podcast. The second thing you can do is word of mouth. Send it to a friend or a family member who you feel would really enjoy this kind of conversation. We also have all of our social media linked below as well as our solely email. So if you have something to say, you have a question, you have an episode suggestion, or just want to share your story, you can do that below. 